Hey, 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 beautiful people. How are you today? We're going to start this episode off with the Black Business Boost. So this Saturday that just passed, um, we had an event. We had the single, the singles mixer and um, hosted by Leslie. It was beautiful. Oh my goodness. Also, I met now. Okay, so I will start with the person, the the business that I had already um, seen. So at Caribbean Delights, they, oh my goodness, that food is so good. And the man's name is B. Anderson or Banderson Nelson. If you like Caribbean food, you would love Caribbean delights. I mean, it was awesome. He had some mango, I think it was mango curry chicken. He had the corn soup. He had the, and I think it was teriyaki. That teriyaki chicken was amazing. Oh my goodness. He was at the last event that we did. And so he's mobile and he's trying to, he's told me he's working on getting a food truck, which would be great because then I could uh, definitely support his business more often. If you know anything about me, you know I love to eat. So uh, yeah, if you ever heard of Caribbean Delights, if you see them anywhere, you might want to give them a try. Chef Lox, um, he can be reached at 917-531-46, I'm sorry, let me repeat that. 917-531-4167 or 804-277-6315. You can search at Caribbean Delights on Facebook and Insta- Instagram. And that is C-A-R-I-B-B-E-Y-O-N-D-D-E-L-I-G-H-T-S. Caribbean Delights, bringing carnival to taste buds, dress and foods from the Carib from the Carib beyond for pop-ups, private dinners, and corporate events. So you would definitely enjoy his food. Give them a shot. The next person, the next um card I have is Ladalia McCoy Scott. She's a makeup mixologist. So her makeup was so pretty. Now, I personally don't know how to wear makeup. And the few times that I've tried it, I feel like it made me look, honestly, I feel like it made me like a drag queen when I put it on myself. And it's because I don't know what I'm doing. But I see people wearing makeup and it looks so pretty on them. And I'm like, wow. And so I am going to give her a try like plus i want to do some more photos for the website and so i figure i'll get her to do my makeup and then get my pictures taken and um let's see how this matter of fact that's exactly what i'm gonna do i'm gonna do that and i'm gonna post the pictures on the website www.onelovesupport.net and i would love to get some feedback send me a message y'all or some comments let me know what you think so, Miss LaDalia, she, um, let's see, her Facebook is LMS Artistry. 
Her Instagram is at I M S A R T I S T R Y. I'm sorry, y'all. My eyes is crazy. And she can be reached by email at L O N D I L I A M C C O Y at yahoo.com. She's got one of the cutest cards I've ever seen. So if you're interested in makeup or you if you're going somewhere and you want to get your makeup done, you might want to give her a call. Her phone number is 804-502-3315. I've seen her work and I was highly impressed. So the next black business that I would like to talk about is TJ's Creations Photography. This man took some amazing pictures. I would like to get my pictures taken by him after Miss LaDalia does my makeup and my sister does my hair. And you know, I'm gonna try to get my little thing on y'all. I'm serious, I'm gonna try it out. But this man took some amazing pictures. It was so cool because he had this, the, the backdrop up and if you stood in front of him and took your picture within like two minutes, he had your picture printed out. He put it in a card. It looked like you really went somewhere. It was it was nice. It was really, really, really nice. And so he, this is TJ's Creations Photography. And his slogan is, I should be your photographer. I agree. So um, his name is Thomas. His email, I'm sorry, his website is www.tjscreations.com. P-H-O-T-O-R-E-F-L-E-C-T.com. He can be reached at TJ's Creations at Yahoo.com. And his phone number is 804-515-9013. Very, very, very pleasant person to work with. And I mean, he catch you in the moment. When I look through some of the pictures, and he took some, oh my goodness, I got to post these pictures. They're going to be on my Facebook page for the Heavenly Hands, um, the Heavenly Hands Facebook page. He took pictures of me while I was working, doing the chair massages. And when I, when he showed me some of the pictures and we're looking through the pictures that he had taken of the event, I mean, like he caught people. It was like off guard pictures because it was like in the middle of the conversation, but it was timed so perfectly. It wasn't like their eyes were closed or, you know, there was like, it, there was no unfavorable shots. It was like, he really has an eye for it and he's good. If you need a good photographer, I advise you to call him. I plan on calling him for any events that I plan on having. And on the back of his car, he's got some pictures that he's taken. And um, I mean, wow. So it says, um, I should be your photographer. That's his slogan. High quality event requires high quality images. <laughs> Rich man's quality at poor man's prices. We don't take pictures, we capture memories. Yes, he really do. In case you didn't already know, I should be your photographer. <laughs> I like that. That's, that's nice. That was on the back of his card. Now, the other, there was another group there. I talked to, now it was, this is a three person um, group. The two of the members were there. I spoke with both of them. I loved talking to them. They are called the Braided Roots Experience. They are, um, 
Their slogan is a holistic journey towards healing. So let me read the back of that card. The Braided Roots experience is a holistic journey towards healthier living in the black community. We believe that through community action and conversations about mental health, fitness, relationships, and finance, we can not only work towards communal healing, but also show the ways in which all things are interconnected or braided at the root. Oh my goodness. When I tell you this was like, I'm like, oh my goodness, you guys are a combination of all things I love. Then the member that wasn't there, he's like really into true black history. You know, like spreading the actual knowledge. They are big on financial, um, you know, information, fitness and healing. And I was like, wow. I was telling them about, of course, the podcast and the YouTube channel in which I have not recorded. I need to get back on that. It's in the works. But, you know, I do the stretching videos and I never got around to doing the workout ones like I wanted and the dance. I'm getting on that too. But that's all a part of it. It's just been a little hectic lately. But when I really think about it, I could have switched on. Okay, point taken. I got some things to work on. But it was amazing to meet and connect with like-minded people. And it was like, oh my goodness. So, all right. They can be reached at thebraidedroots at gmail.com. Now, this is the one of the members numbers. He said, you can try it, but he don't necessarily recommend it. But in case you do want to reach out and you got some questions or, you know, if you want to see what they have to offer, you could try. It's on a card. So 804-585-5705. These are, were some oh my, completely amazing people. I, when I tell you I enjoyed talking to them. So before they left, they did an interview with me. And it was the first time I had been interviewed. You know, I'm used to interviewing people. When I tell you I enjoyed talking to her, it was, her name is Maya. It was amazing. It was amazing. So the conversation was about, they were there to talk about relationships. I mean, it was a singles mixer. And so her questions were so interesting. And it actually, she had a lot of, good topics so she was she was saying like you know what some of the things that you think has been contributing factors um with dating especially in the black community and especially in the year 2020 like this year was rough as it is you know and so and then she was asking like you know with massage have i encountered you know to where people don't really want to open up. And I was telling her that that's exactly what I think is one of the problems with 2020. Like, you know, especially when it comes to relationships. Now the thing about massage is that it reduces um, anxiety and depression. It increases circulation to help flush out the toxins, you know, get those endorphins released. And the, so when I think about the healthy side and the health health benefits of massage and the one of the main components of it being so healthy is that it flush out the toxins. And sometimes when it comes down, like if you compare a massage and a relationship, that's the thing. We don't flush out our toxins. A lot of times we don't get that time to ourselves. We go from one relationship to the next. And now that we're in 2020, we have years and years of baggage that we haven't flushed out. Sometimes it makes it hard for us to open up or let someone else in. It's hard for us to let go. And I was telling her that that has been 
my experience, especially in the past. Thank God that he's moving me beyond that. But I have been guilty of seeing something in someone that reminds me of someone else and automatically I treat them like they're that person without giving them a chance to prove or see whichever way it go, you know, but I'm so guarded because I don't want to get hurt anymore. And that's the thing. Of course you don't want to get hurt anymore. That's just like if I had a bruise on my arm, I wouldn't want to touch it because it hurts. Just a simple graze of it would be painful. But without a bruise, it's okay to touch my arm. So when you think about it, if you haven't allowed yourself to heal, then you still have that bruise. So maybe you should be dating until you've healed. That way you can get hurt and not be torn all the pieces. You're not so fragile, you know? So that's why I wanted this to be the last um, business that I spoke about in the segment of the Black Business Boost because it's going to take us right into the next segment. I want to talk about relationships. Um, Yeah, I want to talk about relationships. I enjoyed every single person that I met and that I encountered at that event. We also had another lady there. Um, I didn't get a card from her. Uh, She was doing the candy... Darn it. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but I'm pretty sure you probably are familiar with it. It's pretty popular, I believe. It's um, uh, adult toys made by one of the housewife, housewife ladies. I'm pretty sure you know what I'm talking about. She was there. Had some very interesting things. Um, very interesting. But, so, I want to go into the next segment, which is going to be keeping it real. Thank you for being a part of the Black Business Boost. So, keeping it real, let me ask you a question. When it comes down to relationships... I find it so interesting, again, that we don't take the time to heal. We normally drag all of our baggage from one relationship to the next, and then we wonder what the problem is. And we wonder why we are, uh, what's the word I want to use? Basically, like still hurting, even though we're in a new relationship. And you know you're still hurting when you're in a new relationship when you're still talking about the well and on, having gotten over your past when the person does one thing and they can be being themselves the thing is we know two people are alike but we're not that much different either so just because someone does something that may look like or remind you of someone else it doesn't mean that they're them but when you haven't healed from the first person or the second person or the last couple people you've been with and now you're with someone new and they do something that look familiar just because they've been themselves you are in turmoil all over again now, can you imagine, which I'm pretty sure you have experience because it's always a cycle. Men and women do the same things that men and women do and we just bring each other down. And the thing is, that's not helping build us up. So have how, how did you like it when you were in the position to where you have done something that you've done all your life and the minute you've done it, someone thought you were, considered you to be, or called you or treated you as though you were someone else. It's like, you. I don't even think I, I wasn't even going to do that. I mean, like, so say for instance, you want some time alone. 
the person you were with the last time that they was the per last person or a couple people that they were with, they wanted time alone because they wanted to cheat. But you just need time to yourself. And so the minute you want to be by yourself, the person think that you're going to cheat and they treat you as though you did when you haven't done anything. How would you like that? You wouldn't like it. And the thing is, I wouldn't like it. I know that I've done that to people. Not specifically that, but I know that I have, you know, seen an action in someone and treated that person as though they were someone from my past just because it looked old too familiar. And then I realized as I got older, thank God, for moving me beyond that. And it's like, you know, that's not right because I wouldn't want anyone to do that to me. And I say it all the time, either take me as I am or leave me alone. You cannot think that I'm someone that I'm not. That's not to say that I wouldn't make certain adjustments, but I'm not going to go changing who I am for anybody. And so that's, you know, brings me to my next point. It's, it's, it's like a lot of us don't even know who we really are because we don't take time to get to know ourselves. We don't take time by ourselves to know what we would really be or who we would really be or what we really like. When you think about it, Every time anyone that's in a relationship, you make compromises just so, you know, you're not being selfish and having things your way all the time. So when you are with someone and you do that, when you make those compromises, you, you, you're not acting as though you're on your own. When you are on your own and when you are by yourself, you do only what you want to do or the things that will make you happy. But if you never experienced that, how do you know what it is? Sometimes you might like something from afar, but when you actually try, you're like, oh, I really don't like that. You never get a chance to figure that out when you're always with someone. And so if you have always been with someone, you've always made changes to be, excuse me, better geared or equipped or adjusting for someone else, then you really can't be upset when you don't even know what you want. And therefore, you never find it in anyone because you don't even know what you want. You can't look for what you don't know you seek. So I want to suggest and encourage that we all just take some time to ourselves. If you are already in a relationship, I'm not saying break up with the person, but do make sure that you have alone time because that's important. And the person that you're with, they need alone time too. And if you are with someone that you don't trust, didn't that tell you something maybe? Maybe you shouldn't be with them if you can't trust them because trust should be important. Communication should be important. And that's another thing that we talked about during that interview. It's like with 2020, everything is so distant. You know, it's like we, I remember um, one and, and Wawa was the only store that I used to hear. You know how they, they have in nowadays you go to any store pretty much it tell you that you know reminder you're supposed to have on a mask and remain six feet apart and keep conversations brief that was saying that wah wah and it's like dang you can't even talk to people anymore they don't want you to do that and it's like why why can't we talk the thing is we don't talk we assume and we get mad and we react but we don't talk much and i want to be better about that because i can honestly say that i may not have used my words as as much as I should have in the past, but also that's why it's the past. So don't, you know, feel 
too angry about what you didn't know. Just, you know, try to be better in the future. I want to say also that the logo for the braided roots experience, I think is so amazing. First of all, it's a tree. It is a tree, right? So the top, um, it's, it's the, the top of it has got leaves and then it's like the bottom of it is the reflection of it. And it's pretty much just the branches. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. Those are the roots of the tree. That's what that is. The braided roots experience. Well, it actually looks like it reminds me of the tree and then the bottom side of it. It reminds me of the lungs. It looked like the bronchioles, really. And to me, it says so much. First of all, because I love trees. Secondly, because they make the oxygen and when you think about the lungs and the fact that that's what this looks like and the similarity between the lungs and the trees is amazing this is so deep when i tell you i cannot wait to talk to these people i cannot wait to talk to these people um i i was just it's like i'm so floored at the fact that they are a combination of so much that i believe in that i stand for and that i really think is important you know so I, it was it was amazing and the, to think that i almost didn't go like at one point it was just like mm, i don't know but I, I just went and it was so amazing because of course me and my son take forever to get out the house for some reason so i was like man i'm running behind i'm running late and i'm like well okay i tend to be kind of late when i get to events anyway but this was later than usual and i was like man but when I got there, it was like, everybody was late. You know, not everybody, because of course, most people had already, oh, I think I was, well, me and the DJ arrived at the same time. And I probably was the last vendor that got there. <laughs> but they were still setting up. So I had a chance to set up and the people, like when they came around, most of the time at events, I'm the person walking around taking pictures of everything and you know, making sure that I connect with everybody every like they walked around themselves this event was so nice Leslie you did great you did great it was amazing I wish that some of the fellas would have come out and I thought that that said a lot too the ladies that came out to the mixer but we didn't really have any fellas that came out to be a part of the mixer there's supposed to have been a little bit of speed dating you know all that good stuff I was looking forward to seeing that um but the brothers didn't come out. And I, I'm wondering why. Like, is that not something that guys would do? Or do they not think it's important? Is it? I'm curious about that. I really, I really wonder what kept the brothers away with, with, with that one. Like, guys obviously speed date because they have it and the women don't date themselves, you know, for those things. So... It wasn't raining. It had done a little bit of rain in the earlier part of that day. But, you know, I'm, I'm a little curious about that, though. Just trying to figure out why not, you know? But overall, it was a very, very, very beautiful experience. And I think that 
everyone there had a good time. Well, I, it looked like it did. It was another guy there too. I didn't get his information. Um, he worked with, he was an IT. Very funny guy. We laughed um, quite, a, quite a bit. <laughs> had a good time talking to him too. So overall, for the Black Business Boost, if you're listening to this and you can use any of these businesses, please give them a call. Play it back. Get the numbers again. I'm not going to repeat all those. But, you know, and you're, if you're in the Richmond area and actually um, the Braided Roots experience, they are, excuse me, I was kind of late. They are in um, Maryland and North Carolina. So the late, the lady. Yeah, so they, they're in those two states. And they meet in Virginia, you know, most of the time. So anywhere in between, you probably could get up with them. Oh, my goodness. And yeah, and that card, they've got the scan thing where you can scan it and it'll take take it to their Facebook page. I'm going to have to do that. I'm going to do that and then get back with um, more information. Oh my goodness, Adele was there. She was so nice. That was my first time meeting her. Um, I need to find her Facebook. She said she could help me with Instagram. For some reason, I am not that good with uh, Instagram. So yeah. Thank you all for sitting with me through the first portion of this episode and I'm looking forward to seeing you in the next. Hey, 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 people. Thank you for sticking around and joining me for the next segment of this episode. Let's see, if I had to call it anything, I would probably say that it's, I would say it's keeping it real because I have a question, all right? So, me and my friend Natalie have watched the Kevin Hart um, stand-up where he did it in his house. And ever since then, I've been thinking about how crazy people are over celebrities. Like, it's crazy. And... The, so the funny thing is probably about maybe three or four days before I watched it with her, I was watching the Dave Chappelle stand up and he was talking about when um, Kevin Hart said his dream was to host the Oscars and then he got the opportunity to host the Oscars and then he made that joke and then he went and apologized and all this other good stuff because um, he had to go apologize because of the way that the fans reacted. So my question again is like, why do we go so crazy over celebrities? I don't get that. Like, it's like the minute somebody start making a certain amount of money, everybody listen to them. Everybody want to know what they're doing. It's like, it's like everyone else's life become less important because this person has made a particular amount of money. That's crazy. I don't get it. They're still human. And so, okay. It's, it just seems so crazy to me. Okay, so you go to listen to a comedian. And you listen to his jokes. And you laugh at his jokes. And then 
because they say something that you don't like, you boycott them. You went to listen to him though. That's crazy. I know that if I was a celebrity, it's just like, okay, I, I have the platform of the podcast. I don't speak according to what I know people want to hear. And honestly, in fact, I'm pretty sure I probably got three, four listeners. That is that that listen to it on a regular basis. But I don't do it for I, I know that I'm not gonna have a mass amount of people just because of what my content is. And I know that it's not the majority. There's nothing on here that's about clothes or cars or money or designers and all that other good stuff. And I know that's what most people like. But it's not gonna stop me from, you know, talking. And again, it's just my opinion about things. And anybody else, whatever they say is their opinion. I don't understand why we are supposed to have the idea that we're supposed to like the same thing. Or we're gonna boycott somebody for having a different thought. I don't get it. I really don't get it. Especially when you think about it. I mean, we've just come so... I can't say so. Well, we have come far. We, we really have come far when I think about society. I mean, we went from owning people to now you can't even have your own thoughts. That's crazy to me. That is crazy to me. Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if anybody else thinks along those lines, but I think it's, it's kind of ironic. Really, the irony of that is just amazing. So again, my question is, what one like once a person reach a particular financial status, why does that make them so much different? If the only thing that has changed about this person is their income, what makes that so much different? I I really don't get it. Their blood is still as red as yours. They're still going to get sick if their immune system is low, just like yours. Um, The anatomy of them is exactly just like yours. You know, their body is conditioned to them the same way yours is conditioned to you. But I, is it just me or is that just kind of crazy? And another thing I don't really understand. Like, okay, so the the... I think it was on the, I can't recall exactly, but I, it had to have been on that um, episode. Maybe not. I don't recall, but I know I saw it was a list of different celebrities and their titles. And when Jay-Z came up, it was like billionaire. And I'm like, that's his title now? Billionaire? The amount of money that, like, he, because it, like the amount of money determines what he's known as. Is it just me or is that just kind of crazy? I don't get it. And the thing is, I told my friend Nelly that night, I'm like, I wouldn't make the best celebrity. I know I wouldn't. Because I'm not going to... I don't... First of all, I don't say things to negatively impact people because I believe in uplifting. Especially if you have a platform to speak to millions or pretty much anybody like this. I I, I don't... I like again, I know I don't have a large following. I would like to have one day, one, one day only because I want to be able to, my goal is to spread some positivity in the world and I can do that better if more people listen. Yeah. But I don't want it for popularity reasons. I just want people to think along the lines of 
in a different way, basically. You know, something that'll be more beneficial than what I feel like happens out here. And again, it's still just my opinion. It doesn't mean anything. You can take it or leave it. But when I think about it, if I were to become a celebrity or if if all the things that the Lord is leading and putting on my heart, you know, and leading me to do, if, if they, if he decided to bless them tremendously, I would not be that person that's going to, I don't see it anyway, that person that's going to try to please the masses. Because take it or leave it, you know, again, I'm not going to just throw anything out there. I don't speak in a way that is demeaning or negative or downing, you know, to anyone. So I feel like, why would I have to apologize? And it's like, okay, I understand. They say, well, you offended me. You made me feel this particular way. But you have feelings that I can't control. I have thoughts that you can't control. How, how can I apologize for that? I didn't make either of those things. And if it offends you, it's... I don't understand the big deal about being offended about stuff either. And I could be wrong. Maybe the Lord haven't, you know, grown me to that point yet. But again, I don't understand that, especially when I don't know you. I can see if I know you and I understand how you operate and I do things that specifically negatively impacts you. I can understand being offended in that sense. Like, I don't like when, you know, the, the I don't like feeling ignored by someone that I feel is close to me. That offends me. So like, dang, honestly, it's because I know that sometimes if I haven't responded to someone, uh, I do have a pretty tight schedule, but you make time for the person that you feel is worth it. And so if somebody's ignoring me, I feel like then they haven't made time for me, then maybe I don't feel like I'm worth it. But that's someone that I'm closer with, you know, a close friend or, you know, the person I'm dating, if I was dating or, you know what I mean? Th- that is different. I don't really understand being offended by somebody that don't even know I exist. That you, you're not talking to me. You don't even know I'm here. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, I don't understand taking that personal. Which is a whole nother concept. The way we take things personal is amazing to me too. Like, why are we so sensitive? But yet, we're so mean at the same time. I I don't get that. Does anybody get that? If you get that, leave me a message and explain it for me. Because I really don't get it. And it's... I don't understand how it's conducive to society i don't understand the, how how making all of these changes that is supposed to appease certain people or certain groups how is that making life better instead of just saying oh okay well all right i offended you okay well it's, that's an interesting piece of information but then you're going with your life who said that you're never supposed to be offended anyway who said that you know it's like it's like the more we go the 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 more we it seems like the more we go about making things um i guess the word is acceptable to everybody we also make it more pleasing to a particular group and it's normally that group that has 
the biggest financial status or or um what is it yeah pool basically and again i don't really get that because if we're all the same all right so it seems like the idea that everything is supposed to be um geared toward a particular person place or thing or you know what one particular person want is to come to completely disregard somebody else's feelings so how is that more important or how's that even fair you know like (laughs) and again i could be saying it wrong but that's how it looked to me the way you know we move and go about things in society it's like oh you offended them you're wrong you can't say that you're going to offend somebody but what if it offends me not to say it like what if what if it makes me feel some type of way to to not feel like I, I can't can't speak my mind but at that point does it not does it no longer matter because it's it's got to be only one set of people or a group of people or whoever the world feels is most important at that time only they can have it their way you know I that's something that I and I could be looking at it wrong but that's exactly how it seems to me this is like when it comes down to relationships everybody seems to think that everybody should be in a relationship why is it so hard to understand that maybe a person is really okay alone now I'm not saying I never want a relationship because I do and again, like, I really thought that I would be with the last person I was in love with. I really thought that. But then and it didn't happen. Life goes on. And it don't mean that I don't still think about them or I don't miss them sometimes because I'm human and I do. But that doesn't take away fr- from the fact that I'm still okay and I'm happy. Like, sometimes the things that we want is really not the best thing for us. And if that's the case, then why can't we just accept it? And I come, and it's just my opinion, but I feel like that is the underlying issue that we don't accept the truth of what is. And I think that when we go about things, trying to make it what we want it to be, we cause so many more problems. We make so many more changes. And and another thing I think is interesting is that when I think about society in the way that it used to be, it doesn't apply you know, today by a lot of standards it doesn't apply because you know they're you know with what they said we're, we're liberated now or we are free to be expressive which completely contradicts everything because it said you're free to be expressive but yet you can't offend somebody if i'm free to express myself why can't i understand that you might not like it if you're free to express yourself why can't i understand that you may say something I might not like, but how can I take it personal if I'm free to express myself and so are you? It's like the most sensitive people are the ones that throw the most stones, it seems like. And I really don't get that. It just, it doesn't add up to me. And if you can explain it again, please leave me a message, straighten me out. You know, give me the rundown on how this thing's supposed to be because I don't get it. Not at all. And again, not at all. It doesn't, make much sense to me at all i i don't get it so my cousin and i and also my sister and we had both had this conversation before um pretty much along the lines of feminism 
honestly, I can tell you this. I will start out with this. In fact, I don't to a T understand feminism exactly because in my logic, it would seem that it's common sense that a man's anatomy and genetic makeup is different from a woman's. And my logic, it seems to be common sense that there are certain things that they can do that I may not be able to at ease. It don't mean I can't do it. I can force it. I can pull it out of myself. Yeah, but I may not be able to do it at ease. And I don't know about you, but I don't like to make things harder for myself. And I also don't like to accept what really is. So if I feel like, if I, like when I was working at the warehouse, right? I agreed that I can come in and do this job. Nobody made me. I wanted that job. I applied for it. I didn't get hit over the head and dragged into the warehouse. Like, this is where you're going to work. And you're going to love it. I decided to go there. So I didn't expect to get anything given to me. I expected to work and I didn't mind working. Now, granted, in my department, there were a lot of, it, mm, I can't say a lot, but there were some men who were physically muscular that could do the work at ease compared to what I could do. And I felt like, yeah, when the, when you really think about it, yeah, common sense to tell you if you're the stager, then maybe you wouldn't want to give the heaviest freight to the most fragile woman or even the elderly. If you got a nice, strong, healthy man right here, I mean, I'm not saying you burn them out, but you know, with the reason and logic, it seemed like maybe you will not get the same exact freight. Not all the time. And I understood that when I was the one getting pallets of cans and everything, it's like, okay, well I did sign up to do this job. And it, it only made me stronger. You know, my arms was right. I need to get back on that too. As I'm looking at them now, kind of losing them babies. I gotta, gotta tighten them back up. But, um, <laughs> um, I, I didn't complain about my job because I was there to do my job. But I also knew that I went to work at a warehouse. It's not like I was working at a, I, um, I can't say hospital because nurses work very hard and they do have my respect. My aunt was a nurse. I wouldn't be a massage therapist if it wasn't for her because she worked so I rubbed her feet, you know? I, she worked hard. And I understand that they work hard. But there are jobs that it seems to be, you know, more feminine, some more masculine and, you know, set out the way it is and it is what it is. But it seemed like when the women get these jobs, they try to make it what they want it to be instead of accepting or understanding that, okay, this is what it is. And I think that's, you know, that, that that's, that's where my understanding falls off because I don't, I don't get how you can clearly see that a situation is not, and then you want to make it what it is and then change everything about it. It's no longer even original it's not it's not what it was and again i know that things are different now than what it was years ago and it seemed like people of today feel like living back then was such a problem but i it seemed like people had more morals and respect and they could accept things a lot better it's like we all live lives now that's, a, that's i guess just really what i see like when I think about society, it's like all a facade. We we want the things that are not supposed to be ours. So we never really get it for real. And that's the thing that tripped me out the most. 
no matter how much we try to change and twist and turn and make something what we feel like it should be it's false reality and I think that when you can't accept reality it says a lot about you as a person and I don't understand how the whole world has turned to this this false reality so much in the world is not what it is like we got these food like substances that we eat food like substances it's not even all this processed stuff like we know it's not healthy can't be but at the same time we're not allowed to grow but so much of our own food you know you you can go to the um farmer's market but it's not open as often as the grocery stores are so if you don't forecast or foresee what you're going to need and get it all or have the money to get it all you still end up with a food like substances and that's crazy and in the same way when i think about along the lines of how society has changed so i watched blackish the other night and during the last episode diane 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 had posted some pictures and so you know her mom and dad didn't like it but she was upset because her brother didn't get the flack that she had gotten and it was like well you're treating us differently but you are a lady and and he's a guy and i could be wrong in a lot of people's opinions but i feel like women and men aren't the same we aren't i i don't hold myself to the standards of a man Regardless to what a man does, there are certain things I'm just not going to do. Regardless to what the world think about what I do, I'm not going to do it. And I feel like, and it's just my opinion. And if we can be expressive, I feel like I can express my opinion. I feel like, as a woman, because I can't speak for a man, but as a woman, if I had a daughter and a son, I wouldn't want either of them to be posing on on social media you know in certain things or in certain ways but i wouldn't get on my son about not wearing a shirt but i would get on my daughter about not wearing a shirt because a, a young man can walk outside without a shirt he can be on the beach without a shirt is is so to put it on social media in my opinion i feel like it's it's like hey begging for attention but, and I definitely wouldn't want my daughter doing that because it's like, it's just in my opinion, I feel like your body, especially as a female, I feel like it's so valuable, it's so precious that it should be covered to a, to a more um, standardized degree than man. I, I do. Mainly because I mean, and then, okay, so in the episode, they were talking about how if a woman sleep with with as many men as a man have slept with women, that the woman is a whore and the man is a king. And they're upset about that. Like, it's not right. Society gonna look this way. But I feel like, where did we stop understanding that if someone expect better out of you, then maybe that's not a bad thing. Maybe they hold you to a high regard because that's how they see you. And they and they expect you to 
uphold that? What's what's wrong with that? Like, what's wrong with holding yourself to a higher standard than doing what you see the next person doing? I don't. Why is that a wrong thing? Why is it punishment to have some type of reserve for you, for yourself? Regardless of what somebody else is going to think, but for yourself, like what happens, what happened to women having so much self-respect that they, they don't desire to do the same things that a man would do. What I don't, why did we lose that? If you know, leave me a message. I'm going to post the message link. Cause I really don't understand where it went. And I don't think that it should have left. I think that a woman, and then also, look at the anatomy of men and then the anatomy of a woman. Yeah, you know, you it take two people to have intercourse, but one is entered and the other is penetrated. Yeah, um, pen, doing, you know, doing the penetrating. The one that's being entered, you have, both of you have to live with yourself. Yes, you do. But it's like, if... If I came and filled my room with a whole bunch of boxes and I never took the boxes out, eventually it'd be hard for me to move around in my room because this is where I live. The person that come and bring those boxes, they're gone. If you're only bringing the boxes and you're going into a room that have no boxes in it, they got all the room to walk around. But eventually I'm going to get cluttered. Do I start trying to still live? in my room with all the boxes that I can now I'm surrounded by and I'm clouded and bogged down by these boxes. Can I really walk around this freely as a person who bought the boxes in? No, I can't. I can't. It's not possible. And I feel like that's the same logic that I carry for men and women. You don't do the same things. And it's a reason that God made you opposites so that you can be the strength where the other one is weak. And vice versa. But if you both are weak and both are strong in the same areas, you don't really need each other. But we do need each other. Men and women need each other. That's why I hope we get it together and stop competing and trying to say, well, I'm the same as you. And say, You're not the same, in my opinion. I don't see us as the same. And there's nothing that anyone can tell me or show me that made me change my opinion because it's not the same. I am not the same as a man. I want a man. As a matter of fact, one of the reasons I, one of the many reasons I want a man is so that my life can change. I don't want to have to be my own shoulder to cry on. I don't want to have to be my own means of advice, my own protection. That's what I want a man for. Yes, I can do it myself. I am doing it myself, but I don't want to. I want a man for that. I do want to be my own provider to a certain degree, but I want a man that I can depend on. Also, now I'm the type of woman where I don't I don't have my hand out as much to receive as I do to give. I enjoy working. I enjoy making my own money. But I'm, I also would like to know that there's someone that I can depend on in case I didn't have mine. And I also, I'm a, I'm a giver. The type of woman I am, I like to shower and show my affection. I, I don't like to spend money so much, you know, especially on myself. But the person and the people that I care about, I'll shower them. I, I like to do those things. That's just me. That's just, that's just how I am. But that's not to say that I don't 
want the opposite of me. Like, if you know I wouldn't buy, me, buy something that I would want for myself, then yeah, I would like someone to say, you know what? I know she wouldn't buy this for herself and I know she wanted to get it for her because, I mean, who wouldn't want that? But that's because I need somebody that's opposite of me. I want us to have certain things in common. Yes. I want a man that's spiritual and, you know, that's got a relationship with the Lord that strive to grow and learn. I want to be able to grow with him in those areas, but I don't want him to be the same as me. I don't. So this, that's the other thing that I don't quite understand. And I don't really understand why that's the thing that's being pushed either. What is the agenda behind that? It seems like it's got to have something. It's got to be more to it than what it seemed because I, I don't see the logic in it. I really don't. And if you do, can you let me know? Because yeah, I really don't. I don't get it. Fill me in on what I'm missing, please, so that I can have a better understanding. Because some of this stuff is really not adding up to me. And again, I don't get it. So, if it was up to me, women, we, we would go back a certain... I don't know how long, but we would definitely go back to the era where women didn't try to live like men and men didn't try to live like women. I'm not saying that I'm not talking about, um, you know, where the woman work and a man stay home because I feel like what works for you works for you. As far as your household is concerned, that doesn't mean that when she come home that he's still not her provider or her um, um, comfort or her advisor as the scripture laid out the roles of the man and a woman. I'm not just because, you know, with how they work for their family doesn't have to change that in my opinion because if he at home with the kids and she out working he's still a provider because he allowing her to and they, you, you, if you at home with the kids and I can go to work just go to work you are providing me the opportunity to go to work I don't have that luxury to just walk out the house and go to work anytime right now I gotta take Mara where he gotta go or go get somebody and bring them here it's, it's a lot I don't have that luxury. If I did, I would greatly appreciate it. And I would feel like, thank you for providing me this opportunity. You still being my provider. You give me something I need. Something I don't have. Something I wouldn't have without you. I'm going to have my babies. That's for sure. I'm going to have my baby. But without the help, you make my life you know, easier with the help, should I say. So I think that sometimes like it seems like the things that we get caught up on are not the things that are the most important. It doesn't matter who actually bring home the most amount of money. In my opinion, if I was with someone and I physically made more money than more money than them, that wouldn't change me. That wouldn't change the way I look at them or the way I respect them. How he carry himself is going to change that. That's the only thing that can change it. You know, if I can trust him to be a man of his word, loyal, dependable, honest, you know, the example that my son can look up to and take from that is what's going to determine how I respect you and how I interact with you. You know, those things, not the amount of money that's in your pocket or the amount of money that you make. I do want a man with a job because I like to be, you know, you encourage me, I encourage you. But at the same time, that job is dependent on you. I want a man that's anyway, that's conversation for another day. Now, again, if you can answer, call me, fill me in, let me know, because I don't get it. But at the end of the day, it's just my opinion. 
and the world is going to be what it is. So that being said, thanks for listening. Great day, beautiful people.